0: 90 seconds and counting, all systems are good. Yo, does anyone else get pissed off when you're in the middle of working but then you gotta take a shit? Ugh, oh, son, I don't wanna stop my crying, son. God damn, by the way, the pain's up in this bitch. No matter what the fuck you are or what you think you are, if you trace your lineage back far enough You're a humanoid from Africa. And that's it! (laughs) It's It's part of my dream to to roll up on a white supremacist and And tell him, Hey, you're black. Don't go for the right hook in the DM without some type of repertoire. You know what I'm saying? At least try to talk Start a conversation. You don't even have to give me anything. You can't just take, though. You didn't even ask. You just went to the DM, son fucking send me a link of your song or your video, whatever the fuck, without any words, didn't say nothing, didn't even say hello, just, whoop, there you go, spam, don't fucking spam my DM, I fucking care about you, bro. one. and You can be anything you want to be, except the person you don't want to be. You just have to be willing to work your fucking face off, bro. In the last episode, uh, because I was like, that shit don't roll off the tongue very easily, but also because I, I felt like it might, it might, I'm not sure. One episode isn't enough, or two, rather, isn't enough for me to tell if I am being boxed in. Um, but that brand in itself, the World Class Pupil Academy, Um, I, I'm a little apprehensive that it might box me into a brand of only being able to talk about educational stuff or, um, and you know, I, I don't pride myself on being the smartest motherfucker in the room because I'm not, I pride myself in being a learner. So I don't necessarily, which a hundred percent fits into the brand. Now that I think about it and I'm processing this as I talk right now. But, um, what if I want to talk about, what if I just want to talk about music or something? Or, like, you know, some new music? And then, like, I could, like, bullshit it into, like, I'm teaching you guys about new music that you probably haven't heard about. But it doesn't quite feel real. So, I was contemplating changing the name. And, uh, eventually I was like, nah, 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 nah this could work. But I'm still not sure. I'm still thinking about it. Because just as I said it right here, I'm like, eh, like... So I might change the name so that I don't feel boxed in because that's very important to me. Uh, I want to be able to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about without it uh, conflicting with the brand. Because if I say World Class Pupil Academy podcast, that sounds educational, does it not? But that's for another time. So this episode came to me. The idea for this episode came to me while driving um, because... I've been listening to a lot of new music, a lot of new music and it's very 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 much um a, just way different than what I grew up on and where where I used to be, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I I used to be in a band called Grimshaw that I started like when I was like 17 years old as like um the primary arrangement songwriter and I did all the managerial type stuff I got all the gigs Uh, I handled pretty much the entire direction of the band Uh, and I don't say that lightly I just say that as factual that's not my ego that's just observation factual I handled everything pretty much virtually virtually everything And uh, where I started was, like, just pure-ass rock and roll, like, no bullshit, pure-ass rock and roll. Uh, I was into, like, bands like Danko Jones, The Cadaver Dogs, Zeppelin, like, just real just pure ass rock and roll like balls to the wall like i don't even know how else to explain it like stuff from like neanderthal type rock and roll where we're talking about sex fucking fast cars i'm the shit fuck you fuck everyone like you know what i'm saying like i will step on you like just neanderthal rock and roll that's like cadaver dogs and Danko jones and then like the classic rock more substance to it that's like the zeppelin the uh, uh you know i i would even put black sabbath in that category um even though most people consider them a metal band which they are but if you asked black sabbath what kind of band they are they would they have said in interviews they're a heavy blues rock band so figure that one the fuck out oh and a little trivia fact black sabbath started off as a band called earth where they mostly sort of played jazz tunes which is why they're so swingy like black sabbath is like they swing man they fucking swing they got a lot of jazz elements and the only reason they started making music that everyone's accustomed to be as being black sabbath music as being metal or hard rock or hard whatever is because tony iomi fucking chopped his tips of his fingers off And he had to detune his strings to a lower tuning, which makes for the heaviness. And then also they were just influenced by um, technically you could say horror films, scary movies. They were like, hey, what if we started making horror, horror like film type songs? What if we started scaring people like, hey, people go to scary movies to be scared. Why don't we just start making music like that? because it just fit with where they were already. Like Tony Iommi already had to detune his strings. He was missing the fucking tips of his fingers. Like, he had to create, he had to melt down, like, these thermal things. Like, th- th- what, what's the word? Those fucking thimbles or whatever. He had to create, like, his own, like, little fucking fingertips out of, like, iron or scraps of metal or whatever the fuck, because he was, like, an iron welder or a worker or some shit, and that's how his fingers got chopped off. Because his last day, his last day on the job, he had quit. His last day on the job, he was working a machine he had never worked before, and of course, some shit goes wrong and he chops the tips of his fingers off and he's like oh my god my musical career is over but then he was like no fuck that i'm figuring this shit out and he built fucking fingertips okay that's crazy shit never give up motherfuckers as a side note just saying so they started as a band earth which is why they're very fucking swingy because they played jazz music before they played like metal or whatever you want to call it um so that's pretty much where I started off on, you know, Elvis Presley, Little Richard, like just real ass rock and roll. Like, and that was it. I was the fucking crusader for rock and roll. Like I didn't give a shit about anything else. It was just rock and roll, even though I, I also grew up on other things. Like I'm very much in the hip hop community. I was a break dancer as a kid. I listened to R&B. I grew up with two sisters in the 90s. They fucking listen to all that R and B stuff. That shit is definitely in my blood. But there was a point in time where I felt like I needed to define myself concisely in one way, and I chose rock and roll, which I I can honestly say wasn't the best idea. I grew out of it completely, um, and and because. I'm more eclectic than that. I I, I listen to everything, anything that's good from classical to hip-hop to jazz, blues, rock and roll, of course, all types of rock and roll, progressive. I like anything that's cinematic, which sort of almost dives into what I actually want to talk about here. Just let me build this up for a second. So I started off in a very boxed-in place, and I put myself in that box. I put myself in that box. I just hit the mic. That's definitely going to come up, but that's some real shit. So I I knowingly boxed myself in. It was, it was conscious and unconscious. Consciously, because I knew on a marketing standpoint, and yes, I was thinking about business at this point, even though I was super fucking Neanderthal at it. I was like... <laughs> 17 18 19 20 and even I'm not a fucking genius now at it either. I'm 23 years old. I'm not a fucking expert, but I'll tell you this Adriana will kick that Adriana's ass 100% at music, at business, at marketing, at everything. Um, but that's that that goes for anybody pretty much. Um, so I consciously boxed myself in and I also unconsciously boxed myself in cuz I didn't think about how I didn't want to think about how ecleptic I actually was um you know how I actually started playing classical guitar before I even thought about trying to learn a John Mayer song or anything by Ultra Bridge a Mark Tremonti song I learned classical guitar that's when I picked up guitar that was the first and I didn't even realize it I I had bought this is some this is some dope trivia I had bought the Esteban Fucking infomercial guitars. I'm sure y'all seen that shit. That shit was dope. Esteban is amazing. Um, And basically, they were DVD instructional guitar videos with also like a booklet for the tablatures. um, And they came in volumes. Each volume got progressively more advanced and harder. And elaborated on the previous songs and just added more sections to it to make it more full. And basically, he was teaching classical guitar, he was teaching uh, folk, like um, country, there was even like like country things in there. But it was, the, the real core of it was was classical, and that was way over my head. Like, I didn't even recognize that I was learning classical guitar until like fucking two years ago, and I was like, oh my god. Like, I started out learning classical guitar. Like, how did I get here? Like, fuck me. Um, Yeah, so I, I, I unconsciously boxed myself in as well as consciously because I wanted to be concise. I wanted to be part of something that was concise. I wanted a home base, and I chose rock and roll because I wanted to be Elvis Presley since I was 10 years old. So it seemed very natural, and it was natural. It was very true, it was very pure to my being, but it just didn't give room for, um, for the potential growth that I would experience and the evolution that I will continue to go through throughout the rest of my life, which is why that now I've created, I created, I've cultivated, I didn't find it, I cultivated, uh, more of a musical identity that will allow me the evolution to do whatever I fucking please to an extent of course um because branding and marketing is still very much a thing but if I keep that as part of my brand and marketing then it's kind of it's understood that I am a no holds bar type of type of brand type of musician type of person that I will do and believe in anything that gets my juices flowing and nowadays what I've been listening to heavily you know besides like soul music and R&B and hip-hop um and and all that good stuff and jazz and just real real pure things like that I've also been heavy into anything that is orchestrated from classical to like progressive, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So I really did classical music and orchestrated things like that. And then now I'm getting real heavy into like cinematic rock, or I don't even know what to call it. Part of it is cinematic rock, like a lot of these bands, I would consider cinematic rock. And then a lot of them are just straight up progressive music, whether it's like progressive metal, progressive rock, or just progressive, like, I don't even know, because there's so many fucking categories of music that and subcategories within that and then like sub subcategories and then niches like that I'm just gonna call it like just it's just very cinematic and I spent a lot of time listening to a lot of new bands especially yesterday because I was driving a lot and I had already had the intentions of finding new music because I just wanted more music. Like, I'm constantly looking for new music, which is why I thought this would be a cool segment on the podcast because I will always be able to talk about this because I'm always looking for new music. Um, So every now and then, I'm probably going to have episodes where I'm just talking about the new music I found and talking about how it's going to affect the music I make from now on if, if it hits me in such a way, which it will if I'm fucking talking about it in the podcast. But Anyway, what this really leads to is how my musical taste has changed. But I'm not saying that the music I used to listen to is no longer valid. I still love that shit. I still love Danko Jones' albums. I still love Cadaver Dogs. It's just I've sort of matured. Not out of it per se because those things are still valid to me. You still put on those records, I will fucking rock the fuck out. But... I, I, it's not the music I want to make anymore. That's the distinction. I'll still listen to it because I love good music, but it's not the music I want to make anymore. So the music I'm trying to make is like this weird um, idea of like like hip hop soul, which is like a niche genre within Neo Soul, which Neo Soul is a subgenre within soul music. So this weird like hip-hop soul, but like mixed with like this progressiveness, like progressiveness, like cinematic, theatrical, orchestral. Uh, And that might sound weird to some people, and I'm sure it is not everyone's cup of tea. It is not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but it's going to be my cup of tea. And I'm sure there's gonna be people out there that like that shit, so I'm going for it. Um, so I don't even know what to call it, like prog hip hop soul, like maybe progressive, or maybe I should just call it progressive music. Like I don't know. But this started, this started from really recognizing how much hip hop means to me and how much I'm part of the hip hop community, and then how much I got into Logic, like pfft, that that man, yo. Shout out to my man, Logic, because he has changed the projection of my thoughts when it comes to albums and music, and he is pretty much single-handedly the reason why I started producing, why I started programming my own music and making my own beats. He is the sole fucking reason for it. Eh, a little bit of J. Cole, but pretty much Logic. Because when I heard that he made he made a lot of his own beats. Besides it, you know, he has his team and shit, and close friends that are also amazing producers. But when I heard that he made the beat for fucking like Fade Away off his album, um, The Incredible True Story, I was like, Yo, yo, I gotta, I I gotta do this shit. I gotta try this shit out, and I became inspired. So I started making my own beats, which led into like, I'm gonna make hip-hop soul music because I wanted to make hip-hop beats but put a soul singer in front of it with heavy guitar not heavy guitar like fucking Black Sabbath but I mean like have it be real heavy guitar driven as in like it's guitar driven you know kind of like if anyone knows the Brian Setzer Orchestra how Brian Setzer was like wow I want to take big swing jazz and I want to put my guitar and my voice as the lead that's pretty much what I want to do. So I call it hip-hop soul, which is actually a genre of music, as I was super stoked to learn. I was like, oh, shit, this actually is a genre music. That is awesome. So that's how I started with um, the, the hip-hop soul portion of the music that I want to make. And also, coincidentally, this is how I started on my journey to the concept album. <laughs> sorry guys i ran out of space on my goddamn phone that shit happens a lot this is what happens when you only got money to shell out for a 16 gigabyte fucking phone you got a million apps a million fucking pictures because you're constantly creating content technical difficulties happen a lot but that's some real shit so you know this shit ain't scripted this is real i'm talking about some real shit so anyway i was uh, saying my my Logic's big influence on me, besides the music that I make, is also my idea of the, the how these songs will be stringed together on an album. This goes into my journey of the concept album. How I have become completely enthralled with the idea of making concept albums that not only have their own story and plot, but each album um is not just a plot and a story within itself, but they they are literally the same ends of the story, just uh, mingling together. They're just sections of the same movie. Is the best way to describe it. So if you've heard Logic's albums, his studio albums, not his mixtape, not the Bobby Tarantino mixtape, not uh, the Young Sinatra mixtape not his mixtapes were like his alter egos that he never quite actually made alter egos about but that was the general idea i'm talking about his studio albums his studio albums under pressure uh the incredible true story and his his new album oh my god so amazing everybody and how they follow one storyline the entire each album is the same fucking storyline different sections of the storyline so they're at different points of the narrative you understand so the first album is the beginning stages of the narrative it's like a fucking movie like his albums are fucking insane that each album goes into each other following the same storyline and now you're just in different narratives of the storyline you have different points of the story exactly like a movie so and what's very much important about it is he constructed it in a way that not only is it like a movie it has skits and the songs fit with the skits and it's just an amazing piece of artwork that you don't have to actually be into the story to listen to the album you could just skip the fucking skits Like you don't even have to give a shit about the actual storyline or the concept because the music is that fucking good. And he constructed it in such a way that if you didn't care about concept albums, you would still buy and listen to his album because the music was that good. And you could just skip over the fucking skits if you didn't want to hear the goddamn story. I don't see why you wouldn't want to hear the story, but I'm sure there's some people out there that are like, yo, if I wanted to fucking see a movie, I would have saw a movie. I want to hear that hip hop shit. So, and that's why he did it. So it's also very important to me that my concept album not only have an amazing story and plot that one day somebody would be like, yeah, this is going to be a movie. Like for real, I have that ambition. I have that ambition. Like I need the storyline and the concept of the album to be that fucking good. That somebody is going to want to make a fucking movie out of it one day. And when I mean somebody, I mean like Martin Scorsese. Fucking, I wish Stanley Kubrick was still alive because he would fucking wreck it. Ah, oh, goddamn. Or it's Spielberg or something. Like a serious motherfucker is going to turn this shit into a movie. That's my ambition. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> that I'm capable of that yet. Like this concept album is a long while away. It's a long while away. I played with a bunch of just beginning stages of the plot. Just the first fucking narrative of the plot. Just the beginning stages. I have played with a bunch of shit that didn't feel right. And just recently, like fucking last week, I found something that I was like, this is it. This is the shit. I wrote something that I really feel like is going to be, is going to be the, the beginning stages of the concept album, and it's still susceptible to change a hundred percent, but I like where it's going, because I first started out with, like, uh, I had a bunch of influences, I, I was, like, I wanted to be, like, the incredible true story, of course, um, but then I was also reading, like, this book, Ready Player One, by Ernest Cline, and, which is about, like, a post- not like a post-apocalyptic type thing, but like, uh, whatever, I'm getting off track. And then, of course, Mass Effect, I'm a huge Mass Effect fan, you'll hear me talk about it a lot, and then Star Trek, because you could draw a fucking straight line from Star Trek to Mass Effect, uh, I love Star Trek ever since I was a kid, me and my father bonded on that. Um, and then I, I just had all these, these influences to the point where it was like fucking overwhelming and I didn't know where I wanted to go, where I wanted to start. I just knew I, I had the feeling, I know that sounds weird, but I had the feeling of what I wanted. That's super weird, but like, so I knew the atmosphere that I wanted to create. I understood the atmosphere I wanted to create. Besides feeling, though feeling is valid, but for you guys to really understand what I'm saying, let me just move this back a little bit, is I had the atmosphere I wanted to create. I knew exactly what the experience was, what I wanted the experience to be, the atmosphere, the ambience of it all, the meaning. I I had all that. So what I needed was to really make a concise idea of where I wanted to start. And So a lot of my early um, plots that I was writing, the first part of the plot, not even the full fucking plot, just the first narrative of the plot, a lot of my early beginning stages felt too much like this post-apocalyptic world. It felt too much like social commentary on today's problems, whether it had been like, like climate change or like uh, nuclear warfare like you know this it just felt too much like social commentary which I'm all for it's just I don't particularly it just didn't feel real to me because I'm not like a fucking crusader for climate change I'm not a crusader for fucking national fucking uh, like a world peace or whatever because that in all honesty this might piss people up but that does not seem real to me it's just not real, it's just not how humans work, Um, and I I just didn't want it to, and I just felt like that shit is so, like, outplayed, we need that type of commentary, but I don't think it's gonna come from me, not genuinely, and it's not that I'm not, uh, I'm not against it, but I see it a lot, I already see it a lot, Logic already did that, he already did that, he made social commentary, like, if you really look into the, the concept of his albums, it has to do with the post happenings of nuclear warfare and how the earth was completely destroyed for money and uh it totally fits in with his brand um of peace love and positivity and i respect that completely and i love it completely but that's not quite what i'm going for here i'm actually way darker than that Um, Even though I'm all about positivity as well. I'm not saying you're going to be in for like this fucking depressing ass thing because it's not going to be at all. But I just wanted, I didn't want it to be social commentary. I didn't want people to take it as a political statement or a socio-economical statement. I didn't want any of that. I just wanted to be separate on its own, an amazing piece of art, a masterpiece pretty much. And hopefully one of the very masterpieces of my career. Uh, so I didn't want it to be anything like that. I wanted it to be completely on its own. So my first beginning stages of writing the plot were very much like, they just felt like that. I was like, why? I had to figure out why we would be, why the space atmosphere would be there. And I was like, oh, the earth got destroyed. Oh, we had a fucking cyber attack from fucking... Uh, from to Korea like cuz that's like a real thing like that I also knew that I wanted to be sort of based in like some type of reality so that was like that was pretty cool because that's like actually a thing that could possibly happen uh, and I don't want to get into it <laughs> I don't want to depress you guys right now. But yeah, that little fucker is crazy. So I, I, you know, I had a a story with that where we got cyber attacked and now we lost all our electricity and just uh, the chaos and just fucking all that we knew of modern society fell. People went crazy, started killing each other and people had to leave earth. That was, that was one of the basis, a real generalization of one of the basis. But then I was like, no, too much social commentary. I'm not feeling that we all know the fucking little Kim Johnny or whatever the fuck his name is is crazy we know that I don't want to make an album based on that and even even though the album wouldn't actually go into the details of that it would be the beginning story of it so it's like indirectly talking about that and I don't want I just didn't want that if I could say that for the fucking millionth time I do not Want to be seen as like a political or socio-economical commentary on anything I just want it to be commentary on the human spirit the human experience and human nature Human nature and I definitely want it to be commentary on where I think the human Species is going like I mean we're all aware that Elon Musk is trying to get us to be a fucking Multi-planeted species like that's real. That's real AI VR Um, augmenting, we're going to augment, not only are we going to augment reality, we're going to augment our own DNA, ourselves, to keep up with AI. Like, we're in a very, you could look at it as very terrifying, or you could look at it as exhilarating. I choose to look at it as exhilarating, but that also comes from my futuristic type tendencies, you know, I love Mass Effect, I love Star Trek, so, and this is where the human race is going. Like, we're hardly a, a, level one civilization. But if we live long enough, and I really think we will, because I think humans are very underrated. You got the media telling us that we're fucking pieces of shit, but we're not. We're fucking not. That's bullshit. I really think we're gonna live long enough to just realize Mass Effect and Star Trek type living and things like this. Like, you guys are worried about global politics? (laughs) Wait for galactic politics. with fucking aliens and shit. But anyway, I'm getting into something else completely but anyway I so I had a lot of a lot of plots like that and I was constantly changing and changing it and now what I really think I have nailed on the head is like this this interesting combination of like Mass Effect and Star Trek with the manga (laughs) Full Metal Panic, and I don't know if you guys know that, if you're a fucking manga or anime nerd, like, check that shit out, because it's fucking phenomenal. Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. The plot twists in that shit blew my mind. Blew my mind. So, it's pretty much 100%. I can narrow it down to the basis of the actual plot is... A combination of like this Mass Effect world, Star Trek world, and then Full Metal Panic in terms of like military, private, um, privately funded, non-national affiliated organizations here to protect the human species and then sort of destroy in a sense. In a sense, it is way more... Um, detailed than that I'm, I I can't give it away because I'm still writing it like it's susceptible to change but that's pretty much if you have played Mass Effect you've watched Star Trek and you've read some of the manga of Full Metal Panic just combine that shit together and you'll have a general a very general very basic idea of where I'm going with the storyline um, but that's just the storyline itself now when it comes down to the music I want it to be ve- I, it, it's super important that the music is fucking amazing, that even if you don't give a shit about any of the storyline, you'll still listen to music and be like, that's amazing, and you'll come see me live, you'll buy the fucking album, you'll buy t-shirts, and you'll support that shit, and you'll become part of the community and brand because you believe in it. One thing about these types of communities, like Mass Effect, holy shit, them mother- if you're a Mass Effect fan, you're a Mass Effect Okay, like, you'd probably kill for that fucking brand. Which is why people flipped out about Andromeda. They're like, this isn't a fucking... Fuck you guys, you fucked up. And they fucking writing death threats and shit to the writers and shit. Like, real serious. I'm not saying I want to (laughs) get death threats. That's not what I'm saying. But I want you guys to really feel a part of the community like that. So it's very important to me that the music is amazing on its own. Which brings me into what I've been listening to it all it all comes back around it's all relative how I'm talking about how I matured in my musical tastes and listenings and the music that I want to make um so not only do I have this hip-hop soul thing that I've gotten from Logic and like my love of Ray Charles and Bruno Mars and uh and then Stevie Wonder and things like that. And just hip-hop in general. And combining those two with the progressive and classical and orchestrated cinematic rock type music I've been listening to. Um, and I want to marry those. Um, in the two, the Mary shall meet. Or or in the many, the Mary. Marry the many and, the, and they shall meet. I just made that shit up. The actual term is in the two... What is it? Marry the two... Mary and the Two Shall Meet, is that it? It's something like that. I'm, I'm muffing it the fuck up, but you get the idea. So where these prog influences come from is, of course, it started off with things like Animals as Leaders and of course the Contortionists, their album Language is a fucking masterpiece. It's an absolute masterpiece and it's very much the, the atmosphere and the energy that I wanna bring that's outside of like the hip hop and the soul thing. It's very much prog, and that's what I want to marry to it. That album is very much the definition of what I'm going for, even though it's not quite a concept album in terms of the atmosphere and the experience that it creates for the listener and the user, that's it, Like that shit's amazing. And even their new album is really good, but it's not quite that space type futuristic thing very much psychological human spirit human experience type thing like it's very profound language is just a fucking masterpiece like you should really listen to that shit it's amazing and then I was just like I need more music like this because their new album is great but it wasn't doing it for me in terms of like I needed like I needed more and bands have to evolve like I feel you and it's not that it's it's it's, like, so fucking far away from what they are. Like, it's the contortionist. It's a fucking contortionist album. But they weren't going to make lang- Language 2.0. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bands have to evolve, and you need to, like, accept that. And it's good. You don't want the fucking... Like, ACDC could get away with making the same fucking album for fucking 23 years or however long. But I, for me, I don't want to listen to the same fucking album. So I applaud them it's a great album but I, I needed more stuff like language so I started diving into more bands that were like that and I wow Spotify is great for that type of shit they'll be like bands like whatever you've listening to and I found this band actually I found this band Earthside on YouTube it was just like the next thing that was on the autoplay and their album uh, a dream and static <sighs> Oh my god, what another masterpiece. An absolute prog masterpiece influenced me completely, completely, completely. It's a fucking, it's so cinematic and orchestral. It's it's amazing, but it's like Prague, Like, pff, guitars, up the wooz out, crazy drums. Like, it's amazing. But it's like amazing songwriting structure, dynamics. Like, it's amazing. Check it out. And then that, because I dove into this band, Earthside, I found bands like walking across jupiter um disperse oh my god disperse is so amazing polarization sky harbor terrapin uh um and just uh, i a whole bunch and some of them names that i still can't even like say right off the top of my head one because i just found them yesterday and two because they're like weird names But they have this this Prague atmosphere that I want to bring to the table, because it's very futuristic. It's very much um, substance and profound and based in that sort of reality that we are heading in as a society. Like this is where we're going. We're not going back. We're becoming more future, futuristic. Like you know, do you know there's people out there trying to fix the problem of dying. They're trying to make sure you don't die. So for every year that you live, they're trying to add two. So essentially they're trying to make people live forever. This is real shit. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually figure it the fuck out. So it's not that you take a fucking pill and then you're like miraculously immortal. No, they're just trying to add years to your life. That's that's it. And if you do that continuously, you could essentially in theory live forever. But anyway that's for another another time so i'm trying to marry the plot that i've just described of mass effect star trek full metal panel panic sorry marry those together with the song structure and the the experience of hip hop soul music and prog and i and like that's honestly no ego intended that's a very bold very bold uh, ambition. I'm very aware of it, which is why I know it's gonna fucking take time to figure this shit out. It's gonna take time. So, everything I do musically, um, you're gonna hear is going in that direction. When I put new music up, new original music up on YouTube or SoundCloud, you're gonna tell that it's going in that direction of this like weird but amazing hip hop, soul music, and prog music blend, orchestral, cinematic, movie like dynamics of the woozow. Um and, and that's really what I'm going for so everything you hear I'm going to be talking about this a lot because it's just very much a part of what my goals are and I do and believe that and which gets me closer to my goals and I want you guys to be aware of this so that's pretty much what I've been doing and I just really wanted to talk about that with you guys because it's, it's just like, I just get giddy about it. Like, I get giddy. Like, I'm so excited to be in this process. And I know it's a long process. And I work well with long processes. Temporary is weird. Um, long term, I'm all for it. Which is why I really feel like what I'm doing is going to work. But, guys. Guys. To bring this all around. And to make this more universal. Don't fucking put yourself in a box. But then again, at the same time, it's because I put myself in a box that I broke through so abrasively. So, I don't regret it at all. It's how I got where I am now. But be aware that the only thing that is sure, besides death and taxes, (laughs) is change. And you could either let that terrify you or empower you. I choose to let it empower me. And I want to grow constantly that's all i want to do i just want to grow uh and i will and the music that i want to make now is probably not the music that i'm gonna want to make in fucking 10 years like who knows like watch i'm gonna be fucking playing the violin in an orchestra in 10 years you're gonna be like what the fuck happened or like or like who knows you know what i'm saying i might just do some crazy shit and like make earth music where i'm only using like Instruments that I constructed out of like trees and rocks and leaves and shit like who the fuck knows where I'm going to be in 10 years but who knows where you're going to be in 10 years you can have an idea you could work towards it I have but just know that you must have a a, a compelling future to work towards or else you're going to you're either going to flake out on your goal or you're just going to stay complacent so And you don't want that. I don't want to see that for you guys. I want my community to be strong and uh, to be very much involved in change. Change of the human species, change for humankind, uh, just change for history and the world and the universe and a a change of good. And this is my way of doing it, is creating art and content and communicating in such a way that um, incites profound human experience and... And encourages growth and empowerment which is exactly what my goal states so I'm very excited about this concept album and I hope you guys are too it's gonna be a long time but I'll be doing I'll be releasing things besides that cover cover videos cover songs on um, on SoundCloud, releasing podcasts, I'm constantly making content for Instagram, Twitter, like get at me anywhere, I'll be busy regardless, uh, yeah, and releasing old originals that I have in a new twist, because if I wrote a song two years ago, I'm gonna play it differently now, or four years ago, whatever the case may be. Um, or if I just happen to program some stuff and write some songs that are outside of the concept album, I will most definitely post that. So I'm going to be constantly posting anyway, but just know that my ultimate goal for, for, well, the ultimate, ultimate goal is inciting the human experience through art and communication that encourages personal growth and empowerment, and which will inevitably um, help humankind. In general, because once you change the individual, the individual changes individuals, on and on and on, and then oh shit, we're living in a better society. Um, but my my ultimate goal for these next maybe I'm thinking I'm thinking a year, a year or two, is this concept album, and it's gonna be crazy. And I'm super stoked. So ah, that concludes today's episode, my friends. We've run out of time I talked for like fucking 40 minutes about concept albums and shit but I, I really enjoyed it I had a lot of fun I hope you guys I hope you guys really enjoy listening to this and it peers you get to peer into my mind and uh, my past and my future and my present and I hope it gives you some relevance to your own to look back and go hey that's where I did come from and this is where I'm going and I'm totally cool with that and I have complete control of what I want to do and become because you do so my friends without further ado I have to leave because I got mad shit to do this is just one thing on the list so peace guys That concludes this episode of the podcast. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for listening. And thank you even more for being a part of this community. It means the world to me. You guys mean the world to me. And when my success finally does happen, it's not going to be anything that I do that is my success story, but what you guys bring to the community. You guys will be my success story. So please hit the subscribe button. Share this. Let's build this community together because the more we can help each other, the more we help individuals the more we can help the world and that's the plan here all right so thank you so much you guys have no idea how much you mean to me stay sexy